What is up? Happy 2020 once more, and welcome to another episode of the One Micronesia Podcast. Uh, this episode, a very special one for me. And first of all, I just want to go ahead and say Ali Rananim, Lenwo Kasalerie, Yagwe, Mogithin, and Hafadei. With us in studio, like I said, for a very, very special one that I've always been looking forward to have is a sit down with the one and only uh, Consul General of the FSM here on Guam, the one and only Teresa Philippine. Hafadei. Moithin, come on. Can we speak a picture of the whole we thing? Can. No? Yeah, we'll, throw, we'll, we'll try to throw some Yapis, uh, translation captions in there, subtitles, yeah. uh, whatnot. But, uh, thank you for having me. Um, let's start with you. Uh, I, like, if you ask me, like, I can give a little background of, of who you are. Not really, but just a little quick general information. But for people out there who don't know you, who don't know Teresa Philippine, What's, um, let's take it back for you, um, a little history. Okay, uh, not that much history. <laughs> <laughs> um, those that don't know me, my name is Teresa Flippin. I'm from Yap. Um, prior to coming to Guam, I was uh, the director of the Department of Education under uh, Tony Ganongyan's administration. Then prior to that, I was with the College of Micronesia for about 11 years, um, directing a federal program called Upward Bond. It's a, it's a trio program. Uh, for high school students. And I'm a full-time mom, or I used to be. Now my kids are um, away at school. Uh, so it's just me and my husband here in Guam. Um, we came here um, a little bit over a year now. I was first appointed back in uh, October 2018 as the, um, um, the Consul General for our FSM uh, Consulate General's Office here in Guam. Then recently reappointed under um, um, the current president, um, um, the Honorable His Excellency um, David Penwell. So here I am, a little bit over a year, and trying to, um, you know, fill some very very big footsteps left by my predecessors. Um, the operative word here is trying. <laughs> and and yes, you are. And we're going to get to it. We're going to get to um, all the the things the programs, everything you guys got in place right now that, that you guys are working on that I see is a very, very, very honestly, a very good thing. And it's we're going towards the right direction and that's what everybody wants to see. So, and I just wanna, I just wanna throw in there real quick and mention that you said pre the predecessors, uh, you know, people before you mm -hmm. who've taken the position and done such an awesome job. But can I say, and I heard this from somewhere, that you are the first female Consul General here uh, of the FSM here on Guam. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, as far as I know, yes, um, the first female. Not that um, I'm big on the gender issue, why, you know, uh, if there's going to be big differences because I'm female or not, you know, it's, it's a job. Um, and um, when I was first uh, asked by then former president Peter Christian to take up this post, I was hesitant. Um, really, because you know, I there, uh, I was aware. Even being on YAP, I was aware of the many challenges facing our citizens here in Guam. But then, um, you know, I thought, you know, somebody needs to to um, to come and help. And you know, he had the trust in me to to be able to carry out the work that um, my, my former consul generals were doing. So here I am, and. Uh, it's not about gender. I don't believe, uh, you know, I think I, I believe in gender equality and I believe that, you know, 
any job for you know for a job a man or a woman can can do it you know equally so and you talked about the issues when you were offered when you were you know offered the position you thought of and you knew the issues that you were about to face and let's get right into it we had the town hall meetings uh right and i know a lot of them happened right after this in Milo. um Let's take it back to those town hall meetings, and, and I want to hear it from your perspective. You know, um, you sat there, and the many issues that were brought up, and just to name a few, um, safety was one of them, uh, crime was one of them, uh, alcohol and drugs, race, uh, race relations, and stuff like that. And you were sitting there as people came up to the mic, presentation after presentation after presentation, and you heard concerns, and you heard... Um, the people and what they wanted to to just voice what was what we what was going through mind as each of these topics were talked about it wasn't um only concerns that i heard i heard anger okay. frustration right. okay. all kinds of you, you know you name it all kinds of reactions and you know it was to me at the the very first the very first um uh, meeting town hall meeting um took place in Mangilao. And I believe that was, you know, it wasn't as well organized as the latter, the later ones. Mm -hmm. uh, it was the the incident in Mangilao that triggered the whole um, se uh, sessions of, of town hall meetings. It was it was very fresh in everybody's mind. It was it just happened like a week after the incident, um, after the governor called an emergency meeting, and then um, you know tasked the the, the department of uh, uh, the. Uh, the police department, the consul general office, and uh, the mayors and everybody to you know come together and, and and work on on solutions or you know at least answers to to some to the the, the issues that have been arising. And the first um, session in 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 Mangilo, I think it was, like I say, it wasn't as well organized or well facilitated, and and there was uh, you know it was to the point that I felt like everybody needed. To be pointing uh, fingers at somebody, and I was, you know, representing the FSM government at that meeting. So it was, I, I was, you know, very, very understandable um, the the reactions that came out of that meeting. But a lot of good things too came out of, mm -hmm. of the the meetings after that. Uh, you know, people were more uh, calm, okay. and they were more clear-headed in in coming up with, you know, these are the issues. And, and coming up with possible solutions or, or even uh, approaches to addressing some of these issues. So I think it was, you know, after the last um, town hall meeting, the governor has put together, I mean, the, from the governor's office, they've put together, you know, the, the, the prevailing issues or the, you know, the, 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 the ones that kept coming up um, and, and, and even um, suggestions and recommendations from the community members that were at the t town hall meetings. And so in a nutshell, it was both, I think it was a, a cleansing um, a situ a opportunity for some of the, the community members. You know, they, they voiced their frustration. Mm -hmm. And along with those frustrations and, and anger, it was also possible, you know, ways to look at how we can all come together and, and work on, on, on addressing um, some of the concerns and, and issues. And right after that, um, you know, because of the Mangala incident, the, um, the FSM Association, um, working very closely with the consulate office, put together a task force um, um, from the active members of the association. And, and 
And because of, of, of um, the issues and concerns that arose from the community, the, the, you know, the different communities that we visited, we were able to, to look at, you know, um, identify um, all of these issues and then um, put them in, in, in order of priority on the, on the prevalent or the most recurring ones. Mm -hmm. And that's what the task force, and that's how the task force was created. And, and you know, we've, we've put together um, not only identified issues, but then put, uh, you know, how how do we address the, the different issues? What are the resources that we need to tap into or, you know, make uh, accessible to us so that we can try to, mind you, we're not, the task force was not created to to uh, have answers to all of our mm -hmm. all of our um, you know issues or challenges here on Guam, but created so that we can you know make observations and and listen to the community, listen to to the people what they're they're saying, and and how we can you know um, assist in 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 be facilitators in the collaboration and the cooperation that needs to happen, so that we can you know at least find approaches. Not solutions. You know, I think there's a, a big misunderstanding. Uh, people look to the office as the answer to everybody's problems. That's true. And, and we want to make sure that, you know, people know that we don't have the answers. Uh, we cannot, you know, say, okay, overnight this is going to happen. Because there's so many factors that are, you know, there are so many things that, that, you know, that needs to come into play to make things work. And we have our leadership in the FSM, we have our leadership here on Guam, we have the mm -hmm. community members, we have our own people that are in the community that we need to reach out to them and, and, and share with them. Okay, these are, you know, what's happening. How can we collectively come together and see how we can mitigate or improve on, our, on these situations? Okay. So. Um. So the FSM, let's bring it back to the FSM task force because that's where I think we, or that's where we're taking the fight back. This is this is where we were, are like, you know what, we can find, and you said, maybe not a solution, but find a way mm -hmm. through this. And the FSM task force is the the, the, the answer. Um, so real quick, who's, who's a part of this task force? Okay, the task force, like I said, is comprised of um, um, active members of the FSM association. When I first came in, the, there was established a FSM association uh, with um, members from each of the four different uh, FSM states. Now, over the past several months, we've kind of uh, we've the association has involved evolved, and we've uh, we, we also have members that are not FSM citizens, mm -hmm. and they're very supportive, and they're our biggest advocates. Uh, our, you know, our biggest advocates here in Guam. So the task force basically arose from active members of that of the FSM association uh, people that we see that are you know that are not just saying words but are putting actions mm -hmm. towards you know so uh, so they came up with um, like like I said earlier identifying the the uh, you know prevalent challenges and issues and then trying to find resources mind you I you know I, I keep repeating this this um, their ideas and 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 Plans are not, we're not saying they're 100% uh, full, you know, uh, proof that they'll, they'll solve our, our challenges. Their suggestions mm -hmm. and their recommendations and their listening to other people and to other organizations and to our community members, listening to them and making observations on how to improve uh, on things that are happening here. So go, going back to the task force members, 
it arose from the F members of the FSM Association, and we're open to anybody. We, I just recently, um, you know, reached out to the mayor's council to have representatives from the mayor's office or their or at their recommend somebody representing them to the task force. Uh, it could be a FSM citizen, you know, in their community, in the mayor's community, you know, to be part of the task force. We have. Uh, um, um, Somebody from the lieutenant governor's uh, the, the governor's office as a member of the task force. So it's it's uh, you know it's um, pretty it's uh, not uh, the composition is just not delegated to FSM citizens. Yeah, citizens. Um, so and the task force is doing such a great job. Um, you already have set goals, like you said, to tackle these the different issues. Um, let's talk about some of the the issues, and you can rank it from uh, what's at the top of the, the agenda. Mm -hmm. You can go all the way down. Okay, like you know what we talked about earlier about the the different or the main um, issues that came out of the town hall meetings were you know really safety, crime, alcohol, drugs, mm -hmm. and and um, race relations. And I think for the top three, I mean alcohol and drugs are really the culprit or the main cause of most mm -hmm. of these things that are happening. You know. Um, um, Issue of crimes and issues of safety really arise because of you know over abuse or mm. constant abuse of alcohol and drugs. So the task force, like I said, it's it's the, the, the we don't have the answers, but we're looking for you know um, programs and and what's out there, the resources that are out there that can help improve on the situations that we're facing. So. When you talk about alcohol and drugs, how can the task force, this small, newly created task force, attack this, this challenge? So we're, we're looking at, you know, of course, it goes beyond, you know, our control. Mm -hmm. We cannot tell the stores, you know, you know yeah. what commodity to sell, you know. We cannot regulate the so sale. Who to sell to. Yeah, there's already a, a law in place, you know, you have to reach a certain age to be able to purchase and consume. Mm -hmm. However, it doesn't happen that way. So instead of we cannot, because we there are things that are beyond our control. There are things that we can help with, mm -hmm. like, you know, um, have workshops, mm -hmm. um, um, in, uh, outreach programs in the community. Talk to youths and teenagers about, you know, the 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 negative effects of alcohol. You know, consumption of alcohol. This is what happens if you you know if you consume alcohol. Uh, if you're underage, you know the getting thrown into jail or you know things like that. Or you know you, you, there's the the tendency of you know being belligerent and then just you know getting to 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 fight. So so tying all of that, the things that we can help with and the things that are beyond our control, and then we looked into how you know what can we do in our outreach programs. And that's a, one of the, the biggest tasks right now for the, the FSM task force is the outreach program. And the first one um, that I'm, you know, with this podcast, I, I, that's why I agreed to have this podcast after all this time, is so that to make the announcement of the uh, FSM, the youth summit that we're planning. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, going back to your question of, you know, what are we doing to, you know, um, address some of the, the issues that arose from the town hall meetings. And it's it, so one of the, the activities that we have planned is um, a youth summit, and we're launching. I mean, we're we're kickstarting the first one on February first, okay. and it's uh, gonna be in Gigo, uh, Simon Sanchez High School, um, school in Gigo, and we're targeting uh, youths uh, from the ages of fourteen to eighteen. 
whether they're in school or not. And we're also um, going to reach out to the mayors and have them send us recommendations on who they, in their community, they, they feel like, you know, they, they can benefit for, from, from this, um, from this uh, youth summit. Uh, it'll be a um, <clears throat> it'll be a six session summit uh, in six different villages or six different areas of Goa of, of the, the whole island. Um, for its, its summit, we're targeting a, a total of 100 participants. We're hopeful that we can get at least that much or even more. We're encouraging people to, I mean, youths to attend, and it's the seven uh, habits of uh, being an effective teenager. I, I just had a podcast with um, Shannon. Shannon, yes, and she yes. talked about. She broke it down for me the difference, mm -hmm. the, the 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 seven habits, and she went into the, to detail of the mm -hmm. each of the seven. And I think that's and I was, and I told her I was like that is it. That's key. That's the key right there, mm -hmm. because we can go on and on and talk to, and just talk to um, the parents and kind of like tell them like, hey, this is what. But I think. The, the, our target should be the youth. And, and I know you are a very, very big advocate yes, of education. Yes, yes. Education, education is key. Exactly. Uh, believe me, you know, and, you know, we're always saying this. You learn something new every day. Mm -hmm. That's education. You, you, you get your education under a coconut tree or on the road or in, you know, in, in a classroom, anywhere, in any environment, in you, 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 you learn something new, and that's education. How you use that information mm -hmm. is really up to you, the individual. You know, so, in, so this whole, the whole idea, and I really want to give credit to this youth summit to John Howard mm -hmm. and uh, Patrick M uh, M Maloney. They're the ones who approached me at the office about, you know, um, starting, you know, having a program where we can bring uh, together uh, FSM youths and talk to them. So when they gave me their proposal, I told them, you know, let's work on this and submit it for funding. Because the office, you know, our offices, uh, we have very limited funding and we can't, we, we can't, we don't have the budget for, for a summit. So we did that with their, their, their idea. They're the ones that came up with the idea. With their idea, we, we uh, put this together and we, we sent it out for, uh, for, uh, uh, for funding and we received funding. And we're very grateful for the FSM Congress. They've given us some money to be able to conduct this six session summit for our youths here on Guam. Um, we're very um, also fortunate working with Sanon's uh, office. They're the ones uh, you know, facilitating, facilitating the, the summit. But we're also looking forward to, um, with this advertisement and, you know, uh, awareness, um, encourage people in our community to be a part of this um, effort, to be a part of this activity. Because, you know, I really believe that if our youth sees that we're behind them, supporting them, encouraging them, motivating them, then, you know, the worst thing that can happen is for things to remain, remain as is. Right. You know, that's just the worst thing that can happen. But we're really looking for improvement. And like I said, you know, there, there's just a lot of things that, uh, you know, comes into play. But if you can be a part of the small thing or that small piece that, that moves things forward, then that's really what we're looking forward to. And we're encouraging all of our Micronesian community to come together and, be, and take part in this and, and, and show our youths that, you know, there's, there's so much more. 
mm-hmm. than just hanging out by their own, you know, in the evenings or right. on, in, on the weekends. Uh, I like how you brought that one, uh, and I want to just get into that just a little bit, uh, where we, the, the, the bringing the community together, and how, you know, because if, if, if the youth continues to see um, more bad things in the news, more bad things that um, the FAS citizens are committing, all the, 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 the crimes, it, it might look like, oh, that looks, if they're doing it, I guess we can do it too because it's good. But if we change that whole mindset to like, hey, we're going to stick together, we're going to go to this perspective. Summit, we're going to yeah. uh, stick together mm-hmm. and, and, you know, create other um, uh, activities and stuff that we can mm-hmm. do or, or to give back to the island of Guam for hosting yeah. us for all these years. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right. And that's, you know, that's why I keep saying this. You know, it's all about public perception because we're, for some time now, we're all getting our information from what from what comes out in the media. Okay. Uh, we see, okay, every day we look at the paper or we, we see on social media, okay, somebody committed this, somebody did this, somebody mm-hmm. did that. But has there come a time yet where we're seeing success stories? And I think those, we need more of that. We need more of the success. Exactly. And because the, when, when you look at it, if you weigh this on a scale... The positive outweighs the negative. Much more, much much more so. But nobody sees that. Mm -hmm. Nobody hears that. There, like ten people are doing something really great. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, um, you know, outstanding members of their community. They're pillars in their communities, but their efforts are not. You know, nobody sees that. Nobody hears that. But the one person that does something bad—that's what everybody sees. So, uh, that is one of the goals of the, the task force, not only to help, you know, improve on the, the challenges that we're facing, mm-hmm. but also to showcase the, the successes of, of, of some of our, of, of our citizens here. And, and we're, look at students, for example. You know, we don't, we don't see their, um, their success in school, right. their, um, you know, their GPAs and, and how they're graduating from GCC or UOG with honors and all of that. But once their fight breaks out in one of the schools, that's what we see on you know every day. That's uh, not, not every. I, I don't mean every day, but that's what we see on the news that whole day about that fight. But we don't we don't pay much attention or we, we don't give credit to the to 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 those that are contributing, to those that are you know in fact in, in students that are you know outstanding uh, students in, in in their schools. We don't see much of that. And I think. Like I said, when we go back to weighing it, um, the positive outweighs the negative in so many ways. Um, let's talk about the um, so the youth summit is set and it's in or- it's 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 going to happen. It is going to happen. Uh, the first one is happening in, like I said, at Simon Sanchez on um, February first. Okay. Um, uh, we're we're going to um, send transportation to pick up the participants. We're looking at, like I said, we're looking at uh, at least 100 participants for, the, for each of the summit. Uh, we'll, be set, we're, we'll be bossing them. We'll provide, you know, lunch because it's a whole day mm-hmm. uh, session. So we'll be, you know, of course, feeding them. And uh, we've uh, reached out to our students at um, uh, UOG and ZCC to be volunteers nice. to help facilitate. Good, good. Yeah facilitate the, the, the sessions and uh, of course the task force members, uh, FSM consulate staff will all be taking part in, in making sure that, because these are underage kids, right? Mm-hmm. So right. we need to separate them while they're at the, the session and at the same time, you know, 
make sure that when we move from village to village, peop the awareness is out there okay. that this is what we're doing. Uh, please bring your bring your your child or your you know bring that uh, uh, that student to be part of the the summit. You know, like I said, the worst thing that it can do is for things to remain as is. But the best thing job. is a little bit mm -hmm. improvement from where we at we're at today. Yeah. So again, before we were kind of about ready to um, wrap wrap things up. Um, I just want to know, I just want to, and then for people, people have been asking the question, you know, because your office is doing really good now, uh, real, are, are up to the, the, the task, and like I said, the task force is there, and we're pushing forward. What's the, um, what's the word from the FSM national government? Because um, I know, like you said, you, you just said Congress just approved the yes, for that. Yes, yeah. Um, and I know the, the, pres, uh, the president is, um, is, is really looking at this in a good way. Um, what, what do you, have you talked to him lately? What, what has been uh, the convo? Okay, the, the conversation has been that we all know that we have a, a lot of challenges here. Mm -hmm. um, so they're, you know, supporting the efforts of the association, of the FSM Association and the task force. So by supporting um, those efforts, they're putting in resources uh, and funding okay. to be able to, for you know, to implement the activities on the ground. Uh, they're not only by ways of uh, uh, providing f uh, financial support, but they're also very encouraging of, you know, what the type of outreach that we're planning right now, you know, reach out into the community, work with our, uh, the local government, the leadership of the, you know, of Guam, and also work with the state leadership in seeing how we can, uh, you know, have some awareness uh, program in place where we can, you know, I don't, not educate, but make people aware of what's out there before, you know, uh, moving abroad. Uh, if you go to Guam and you don't have a driver's license and you need a driver's license, where do you need, where, where do you go to? Those type of, uh, of information. So the awareness should be out there and that's, you know, they're very encouraging and supportive of that. Um, so, yeah. And is that, is that part of the, the mandatory orientation that is it is that something that's already is it an idea to happen? It, it is an idea okay. uh, to happen. Uh, I don't know if mandatory is the right word, but we're encouraging people to at least identify or or state their intentions of okay. moving abroad. Okay. That way, it it'll not only open up um, uh, opportunity to provide awareness programs, but also for the consulates and the embassies on the ground to have a. A, a, a tracking system of our city of our citizens movements yeah so um, pretty much wrapping things up here um, I want to ask this one I just wanted to throw this one in um, it's a big this is this is huge um, the the compact expires in 2023 we have three more years that we have three more years left um, what are your thoughts uh, should we renew, or is the FSM finally ready to stand on its own? Okay. Um, I think that's the misunderstanding that everybody has right now about the Compact of Free Association. It's not expiring. The uh, Compact of Association between, a free association between the United States and the FSM is not ex expiring. There are uh, provisions in the Compact, okay. um, financial provisions mm -hmm. to be specific, that, that is expiring in 2023. Now, the recent uh, word from our government, from both governments, is that they're going to renegotiate 
those the, the expiring provisions of the, the compact. Okay. Yeah. Well, the reason why I said that is because now that we know that some things are going to be revised, mm -hmm. so there's going to be more and more after this, after 2023. And the reason why I set that in place, because, uh, and I'm going to go back to the FSM task force, the reason why we're doing is, and maybe if they re renew it for how many more years, I don't know, because that, all the legalities and stuff, that's up to the big people mm -hmm. and the FSM, the, the GEMCO, whoever's in place that. But if, if more and more, if, if it gets renewed, that means we have more time here in Guam, more time to live our lives here in Guam. And that's where we come back to the FSM task force, that if we uh, as a community come together and do this and show and make this ripple effect of the goodness of the FSM people, the compact, when, when maybe some, may, renewed, people look at it and say, oh yeah, they're cool, they're cool now, you know, because we've, we've done all this good in the community that now that we're gonna live here for um, another 20 years, another 50 years, that people will look at us like, okay, so they, they've changed. We've, 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 we've hidden um, obstacles here and there, but now we've changed because they've, uh, we've worked together, we've found solutions, and we're moving forward. And so what, whatever how many um, years there is to be renewed, the people, and I'm saying the people in Guam will look at it as a way and say, okay, you know what, we're, we were wrong. There are good people in this world, and that's how they did it. They, they accomplished it by working together as a community, and they've moved forward in, um, to making things right. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, it, if from all of that, I think you know, there, there's, there's another uh, misunderstanding that, that needs to be cleared. Um, the compact is an agreement mm -hmm. between the United States and the FSM. Our behaviors or our actions um, in the jurisdictions has nothing to do with the compact. The compact is an agreement between two for, uh, sovereign nations, uh, bilateral agreement on, on their movement, on, their, on, on financial assistance, financial support, uh, movement meaning you know immigration status and all of that. But our action, which, so the compact basically uh, gives us the privilege mm -hmm. to uh, be able to you know, have free movement in the United States and its territories. Now, our actions as as community members in this um, in the states and the territories is entirely different than 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 what than the compact. That's our personal own behavior. So, if we choose to be um, to move to Guam, for example, mm -hmm. yourself, you chose to move to Guam because I know that Chris malfunction came to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how all of this yeah, happened. Yeah. But then you moved here, yes, because, and 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 you want to improve. You know mm -hmm. your life things. You know, uh, enhance your career. Mm -hmm. That's really you. The privilege was given to you through the compact to be able to have that movement. You know, without any immigration limitations. Right. So whatever you do with your, you know, being on moving abroad is really up to you whether you make the best of it or not. Well said. Yeah. All right. Well, that pretty much uh, concludes. Um, all the stuff that I had prepped. Um, is there anything else you wanted to mention before? I, we I have one quick announcement, Go if ahead. I may. It's yeah. out there. Um, it, I'm sorry to all other FSM states, but this is for Yappies out there uh, who are living here on Guam. There uh, are um, uh, delegates, uh, Yep. Yep, his dele yep, delegates to the FSM ConCon okay. will be visiting us this Saturday, um, January 25th at 1 o'clock at the FSM Consulate building, um, building uh, the town hall okay. uh, building. 
There'll be, it's a consultation um, between the delegates and the YEPIs that are living on Guam. So if you have any questions about the Constitutional Convention that is ongoing right now, or if you have uh, things that you wanna, because this is the time to come out and share what you have. Uh, uh, the Constitutional Convention, the, the, the delegates are gonna review the, con the Constitution and then they're gonna make amendments. And these amendments, we need to have our voices in what needs to be changed. Keyword voices. Voices. Guys. So please come out um, on Saturday, January 25th, to all Yapis uh, citizens here in Guam, to the FSM consulate office at 1 p.m. Uh, there will be refreshments, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Flipin, uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been an awesome uh, mm -hmm. talk, uh, and that pretty much concludes another uh, episode of the One Micronesia podcast. It has been great. Thank you so much. All right, that wraps it up. We'll see you guys at the next one. Thank you, and we'll see you now.